Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. everybody and welcome to another episode of adventures in hell world i am mike rains aka poker and politics and i am joined as always by sarge hello from the grim dark future where there is only war <laughs> hell world 40k yeah hell world 40k the new expansion yes and the mysterious l hello my beautiful babies <laughs> oh dear lord <laughs> was that was that was that suitably post-apocalyptic enough for you? Yes, yes, sort of, very much so. Crackling something, something in the vicinity of a Werner Herzog. Yeah, <laughs> I would like to see the baby. <laughs> for a second, I thought you were doing an island of Doctor Moreau. Uh, uh, I mean, it's you know, it, you can picture Jason. me. You can picture me fat and sweaty Brando style on the beach, someplace <laughs> like covered in <laughs> covered in white makeup and ice bucket on your head. Yeah, and uh, the world world's smallest man who I insisted be around. <laughs> uh, that's what I, I want to get to, like, that level of, like, crazy famous where I'm just able to make those kinds of edicts and people just have to listen mm. to me because I, I got because I got bold. I can do that. Yeah, people people tell, like, stories about, like, legendary writers and they're just red M&Ms, am I right? So crazy. It's like, dude, Marlon Brando, like, held that movie hostage until they got World's Smallest Man on board. He was like, yeah. But even then, he was barely in it. Like, yeah. I've heard more about the making of that movie than I have that movie. Yeah. Like, Marlon Brando must have, like, I mean, I just don't know enough about the man's, like, really early career. Like, I've seen, like, you know, On the Waterfront or whatever it's called. But, like... He must have taken off like such a rocket to have the pull to just be phoning it in for as long as he has been. Like he was phoning it in all the way back in Superman. Like he's been, he was phoning it in <laughs> yeah. for forty years or whatever. Oh uh, <laughs> man, if you want another 
making of movie that's better than the movie the from dusk till dawn one holy shit that was a top to bottom mess and it's great to listen to i love how we haven't even pretended to talk about q and on yet this oh, no. Not, no. not even close to no nope nope hey people people need a little bit of small talk to sort of massage their way in to the actual adventure in hell world we can never heard of it this seduction in hell world episode one yes yeah <laughs> We just we just riff off of how, however Sergeant L take the introduction whatever path that is we just roll with it and then that's the whole ninety minutes we we do listener questions at the end that may or may not be Q themed but whatever hey it's the well, what, what else are we gonna do nothing Q and on happened this week first week I mean, in like two years no Q and on stuff we did it boys it, fi- it finally ended American politics returned to normal life is great again it's just it's just it's refreshing it's totally refreshing Obama's president again I don't know how it works either but i mean they did it <laughs> oh, <you> my. <laughs> oh my god oh man there i have now seen some hilarious uh why like, the people who are wondering why trump hasn't declared himself president again have created some great uh theories about this and uh, i just saw one uh absolute galaxy brained genius who was like guys did you know that a president can serve 10 years it's in the constitution bro so what trump's doing is he's letting biden have these two years and then like on january 21st 2023 he's gonna swoop in take the presidency get those two years then get reelected in 2024 and get 10 full years of presidency totally legal by the constitution (laughs) uh i mean i've certainly heard weirder things that they believe like jfk being alive oh yeah being any number of celebrities yeah (laughs) that celebrity that you love secretly jfk jr is that crazy is that wild jfk jr gets around yes but jfk jr has been the lead singer of the rolling stones for 60 years or whatever (laughs) you don't even know you don't even know (laughs) I, I just love that they that they like finally it finally dawned on them what the Constitution reads when like literally every cynical idiot Republican was just like yeah they're just letting Biden have the first two years and they're going to get commie Camila Kamala to come in and have ten years of tyranny over America and it's like uh, no none of this is true but hey whatever you need to do in order to like have your like hatred and rage at women to like boil over for a while i love, I love the republicans idea that the american uh, uh liberal is at the same time like an incredibly timid soy boy cuck and the greatest threat to the country Impo- like impossible to imagine power level over nine thousand, just <laughs> rippling with muscles and undermining us even as we speak they have all the power you don't even know yeah it, it's bad that's everything like simultaneously the cabal is super like run by the greatest super villains and evilest people in the world and also they've never done anything and oh. and can be stopped by idiots at home uh from a computer oh god it's all sign eight but uh yeah like my favorite thing about the cabal in their mythos is that they run everything they stage every world war they have every nook and cranny of of the world under in their grip and yet in the course of the last, like, 60 years, they've let three people win the presidency they didn't want. JFK, Reagan, and Trump all got in on them, and they were just like, oh, shit! I didn't see that coming! How did this happen? The most powerful office in the world, we've just let some oh. guy we didn't want win, win. 
all false flags, all, <laughs> all, all part of the plan. The Patriots are in control. Real important. Earlier, I said from dusk till dawn, I meant bordello of blood. Uh, so just. Oh, thank I know, God. I was, I mean, I, know, I was, I, I, I had to, all the Googling I was doing wasn't no, working. I had to so stop far, the so. emails before they came in. We were just going to get so many. Oh, and oh, I just God. wanted to stop them now. I said from dusk till yeah, dawn. Yeah, can't wait I for meant, next week's mailbag. Why is Sarge so fucking wrong? And then like retraction. <laughs> I mean, Bordello Blood starring Dennis Miller oh. and Corey Haim. All, the, all these horrifying vampire movies make me think we need a content warning. Content warning. The Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in depth about QAnon which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised. I can't stop fucking up. It was Corey Feldman, not Haim. Corey Feldman, not Haim. Wow, you're the worst. But hey, I, I, have, a, I have a genuine question that I'm going to spring on my grains to actually like do a topical pop culture reference that is QAnon like, related. Isn't oh, what that is a, it? A, what a fucking wonderful world that we live in. Uh, Mike Rains. What does QAnon think about Peacemaker, the TV show? They certainly have to have an opinion, man. They reference the deep state in that show several times. Uh, right now, uh, the, right now, I have not seen a lot of Peacemaker traction inside of QAnon. Like they're just, they took them a real long time to get into the boys and Homelander and trying to figure out if he was a good guy or not. <laughs> I mean, they cannot handle subtlety or no. symbolism. No. They, I, and then they made that character a Nazi, and they were like, "Oh, finally, we can confirm that he's a good guy." <laughs> right? Exactly. Exactly. Like, like that's the thing is like, uh, check back in with me like three months after the last episode of season one of Peacemaker airs, and then you're going to get some incredibly strong QAnon Peacemaker um, <laughs> takes because they're just, they're always just a few steps behind where the world is. It's just well, n- nobody tell them about like peacemaker episode five i mean light spoilers for that but at one point one of the characters straight up has to admit to another character that the stuff they're dealing with does in fact sound like the deep state oh yeah <laughs> they're oh, just yeah. like it's not the deep state it's just a collection of like high level corrupt government officials stopping our progress and do a bunch of stuff and the other characters sort of looks at them but they're just like it sounds that sort of sounds like a deep it's, it's like yeah okay it's a deep state we got it. The deep state is confirmed. And I was just yeah. like, oh shit. Oh no. I, the, the, the main, the, our, our main protagonist uh, in this show is a white dude whose superpower is owns guns, and they just admitted the deep state is real. What is happening? QAnon is going to be all over this. Uh, well, they will be. Give them, th- give them another four months, and they're just going to be like, oh my god, did you know that John Cena's totally pilled? I mean, it's coming. It's it's coming at some point, but they're just never on the bleeding edge of anything. Like the only thing, the only time they ever like actually get it is when like the, the media is literally like tailor made for them and like serve them on a softball. It's bit, like basically like the, the Joe Rogan podcast or anything like that. Like basically you have to like go after like everything they care about. Like if the next episode of Peacemaker was all about the vaccines being murderous, then they would wake up, then they would care about it. But, <laughs> but if you just like throw in a deep safe reference here and there, like it takes them a while to like wake up and catch it. Like, oh man, wait, oh, wait until QAnon gets their hands on news radio. Are you, can you wait, imagine? Wait till QAnon finds the invisibles that comic <laughs> from forever ago. There was an uh, the, like the, the deep state is super real in that. And there's like an audio disease that they give you from just hearing a sound. Oh, there's all sorts of shit in there. 
Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, light and light and fluffy questions over. Now it's time to talk about uh, dumb fucking morons that exist in actual <laughs> reality. Starting with Ron Watkins. Yeah. Why are we talking about Ron Watkins this week? Uh, I mean, we get to talk about Ron Watkins this week. Yeah, we get to talk about Ron Watkins this week because uh, he just made his uh, first filing with the FEC about all the all the cold hard cash he's been raking in <laughs> as a as a candidate for uh, the House of Representatives out of Arizona's second district. So what's and, his trip like though? Is he is he all flash with the cash now? Is he oh, stepping out of Lambos on the red carpet and being extra charismatic? Yeah. So oh, I- I know how much he has because me and Mike talked about it uh, before the show. Do you want to take a guess? Like we we've got you here. Yeah. Like, you Negative want- two hundred and eighty thousand dollars. He carries he carries himself like a man who's got like a house a house worth of money like three years ago, just in debt. <laughs> I think you're closer than you might realize. Mike, give him the the number and the origin of the money. Uh, right now, Ron Watkins' election cycle to date total is uh, $32,942.22. And um, this money that he has... Uh, is a it, it, most of it is a loan from uh, Papa Watkins. Uh, <laughs> it's all from his daddy. Yeah. Uh, actually, uh, 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 his dad, his, uh, his, his loan, his dad cut him a check for, uh, $2,300, $2,354. So about 20, uh, 2,500 of that 30 grand is his dad giving him a loan to like, try to get this uh, ship floating. So the other 20 odd thousand dollars or so. That's how Trump got started, baby. Loan from daddy. Let's fucking go. (laughs) A small loan. I've got got certified pre-owned Lexus money, baby. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Ron has also uh, declared that he raised that $32,000, but uh, his total disbursements, his total spending was uh, $17,000. So he has about $17,000 still on hand or a little bit less. So he's blown through more than half of the tiny amount of money that he has raised so far. Quite and the war chest. Quite and, so, and some of that was floated to him by pop pop. So like, Bro, this, this rare Evangelion Blu-ray collection is a <laughs> uh, campaign expense. This, this psychological fuel uh, allows me to, to do war on the digital battlefield. Yeah. <laughs> God, he has all the charisma of a turnip because he did his first public appearance, right? He did. He, he did his first public appearance. He like was literally like, on the street in Arizona, like just had some cameras set up and a microphone, and he attracted a grand total of a hundred people to listen to him give his kind of stilted, rambling nonsense speech about fighting for the freedoms of the good people of Arizona's second district. And uh, this was really unsuccessful, as you could probably tell. <laughs> he carries himself never. with the charisma of what I imagine you would get in a real Frosty the Snowman slash mannequin style situation. Like yeah. <laughs> a loose collection of traits that one would recognize as being human, but it never really comes together in a way that has any sort of real force behind it. He's just sort I- of like an animated suit that walked in there. Yeah, yeah I, I will never on air uh, speculate on someone's mental uh, faculties because you're not supposed to do that. But I, I don't know. Catch me, catch me offline. We'll talk. Um, 
Yeah. But God, Ron Watkins, like, well, I mean, Marjorie Taylor Greene got got in for uh, chicanery and like, uh, just work in the system. I don't even think with that Ron could get like primaried. He is just one of the most repugnant human beings. Like anytime they've talked to him, I'm just like, how did this man fool an entire nation, let alone like internet forum? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I know the answer, but well, the, holy the, thing, shit. the thing about Marjorie is that she has money. Mar- Marjorie had a business. She was raking in the bucks. And then she like talked to people about running for office and, they told her the district you're living in is too competitive. You need to carpet bag her into a different district and start being a mover and shaker. And she started like talking the talk and talking people up. And she got endorsed by Matt Gates. That's a great endorsement. That's gonna that, that won't come back to haunt her. She got endorsed by like Jim Jordan. She threw her own money into the campaign. She like she put a hundred thousand, she put like a, 50, a half million dollars or so in like her own war chest. So like she actually had like an operation system designed to do this. So rich white woman. Rich white woman who had connections, was able to use those connections to get endorsements in a district that was literally cherry-picked for her to win. Whereas Ron Watkins is just like, I'm running in this district, and he didn't even know what district he was running in. He was just he's just he's just chasing after the de- the only Democrat who has a seat in the House. Uh just- yeah, bro, but I think you're missing the bigger picture, which is he brought $34,000, baby. That's a lot of, that's a lot <laughs> of cheddar cheese. Yes. <laughs> that's a lot, that's a lot of 34,000 Q bucks. Oh man. I, that is like pretty close to $50,000, which sounds like a decent amount of money, doesn't it? Oh yeah. man. Yeah. Let me tell you. Oh boy. <laughs> I, yeah. I have such a garbage brain. When I hear that, all I can think of is the live action Street Fighter movie when M. Bison's like, they're bison dollars. Like, they'll, <laughs> they'll be worth so much. And it's just a delusional madman. Like, yeah, except in the real world, it's even worse than that because these are, these are real actual dollars that have like, yeah, a real actual no. value. And yeah. the collection he has is quite small. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> He has, he has quite the small collection of these pieces of paper. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So uh, it's, it's, I just wonder, is oh, the other thing that's really awesome in his campaign that's just roaring along is he is asking people to, he's asking people to volunteer for him to get, sig- <laughs> to get signatures to put him on the ballot in Arizona. When, you know, if you're like a real campaign, you like raise money and then you pay those people money to get the signatures for you. You don't just hope that Arizona's second district has a big enough QAnon populace and that they're willing to like do the whole Ron's not really Q, but he kind of is. So we're going to work for him because that'll be cool. Like that's not how you run a campaign that actually gets you on the ballot is like just hoping the good hearts of the people of Arizona's second <laughs> district will have them standing in front of shopping malls and supermarkets asking people to sign petitions. I mean, especially because he has no reach. He does not have the money to run like TV spots or whatever. Or, or so put up billboards. Like, I mean, I think it's like it's just a not couple... pressing the actual flash, yeah. relying on his physical charisma, which seems, again, <laughs> as I speculated earlier, not great. Yeah. <laughs> it costs a couple grand just to put up a billboard for a month, and he can't even really afford to do that. Like, I don't need, I don't Has know. Has a billboard what... ever swayed either of you in your entire fucking life? <laughs> uh, man, I'm sure it's 
got one has gotten me to buy a product at some point. It's certainly fast food. Although in those situations, I'm not sure that the billboard would have done any more than just seeing the sign for the place. You know how like off the side of highways, like McDonald's would put put their sign on like a long pole, like reaching towards the heavens so that you could see it from far away and be like, oh shit, it's Mickey D's time. I'm trying to like, it certainly lets me know when the the local gun shows are happening. That's about like pornography stores. Yeah, pornography. It'd be like Super Palace just off of Interstate 43. And you're like, oh, God, no. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think the uh, piece of advertisement that probably had the biggest impact on me and Elle's life was uh, one day when I was walking around Ye Old Mall on the floor. They had like taken like four tiles and they'd put an ad there for the Smoky Bones. And that be- and I was like, that sounds good. And that became me and Elle's eating uh, location for a while in our back in the day. And to be fair, it was pretty medium. It was yeah. like, oh yeah, it, it, it was it, seriously it, mediocre. We've had we've had several mediocre eating establishments, like Bugaboo Creek. Yes. Oh God, the Bugaboo Creek. <laughs> ah, that racist. sounds racist. <laughs> I, will uh, just I, say I mean, it. It, hey. it, it had animatronic animals inside, like like Billy the Bass and like otters popping out of barrels and stuff. It was it was exceptionally bizarre. Yes, they had a good nacho plate. So what are you gonna do? Yep. I, is it was it like a made over Shoney's? Like it was owned by the same people who own Outback Steakhouse, but it was okay. supposed to be like Northern Exposure style, like yeah, right. It was supposed to be like the Canadian version of Outback, where instead of Aussie land, it's like it's like the the Great White North. Isn't that awesome? Now eat your blooming onion that we call the I don't know the Timmy Horton onion, the or Aurora Bory onion. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Exactly. I'm I'm looking at pictures. Wow, this is real. <laughs> it's real. And it, it is clearly more interesting to talk about the Rod Walkhead, so I don't I, like his yeah, chances in his political career. It's fucking potato. You know who managed to parlay uh, their big uh, general shit bag into a, a successful political career is Donald Trump. Yeah, and uh, as always, we we have an opportunity to talk about Trump that we are going to seize upon this week. Right. And uh, see- so I, I'll, I'll toss it back to Mr. Mike Rains to fill you in on the Trumpian details. And the, the one thing we want to let you know, folks, is that Ron Watkins is not news. Donald Trump is news. And that's why we play the news bump now. From the digital headlines to the digital front lines, it's cues in the news. Literally Can't forgot s- that we didn't play that yet. Can't stop <laughs> Can't stop dunking, won't stop dunking. No, but that, that was a great way to to just really just kick kick him in the ass on the way out. Just yeah, <laughs> yeah. But we're talking about Trump now. Oh, daddy's here. Yeah, <laughs> daddy's here. Yeah. Call him for pardons and violence. Pardons yeah. and violence. If you did violence, you get a pardon. If Trump gets elected, which I can't believe is not illegal to say that. <laughs> he is gonna he is gonna run for president from a from a jail cell if if, if that ever happened in the one in a million shot that ever happened that Trump went to jail he would just declare his campaign from jail jail which has happened previously in America's history so it'd be great. At what point at DC Comics Lex Luthor successfully ran for president of the United States? In in reality, our Lex Luthor is Donald Trump. He's not smart or conniving or like. He doesn't have a robot important suit. at all. He people he just says racist things and white people vote for him. It's so fucking bizarre. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's so much more depressing. Like it, at least at DC, Lex Luthor 
had everyone fooled, and then when people thought he was evil, he cloned himself and killed the clone to get the heat off of him. Like, but whatever. I mean, I would still vote for like jumping into a power suit to battle Superman one on one over the skies of Metropolis, Lex Luthor, the Donald Trump, because one of them has the the, the acumen to build a kryptonite powered robot suit. I would. I would. I will say this on record. I would vote for Lex Luthor over Donald Trump if those were my choices. Absolutely. I remember right after Trump got into office and he was just like, oh, no, my kids are going to run my businesses. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. That someone brought up the fact that, like, when Luther was president, he actually did divest from LexCorp. And they were just like, Lex Luther is more ethical than our current real life president. Yeah, I remember all those hot takes. So, yeah, how is it? It it can back to the actual news. He he stated he would look at pardons for January 6th insurrectionists if he were to be uh, reelected in the next presidential election, which that has to be a violation of some law somewhere, right? Welcome to the First Amendment. Yeah, I mean... Uh, so Trump is now, uh, starting to make it clearer and clearer that, uh, well, guess what, boys and girls, this is the biggest shocker of all shockers. I'm going to run for president again in 2024 because I got nothing better to do. Um, Trump was caught on the golf course declaring that he is the 45th and soon to be 47th president of the United Mm -hmm. States going the old Grover Cleveland route there. Um, and as Sarge has brought up. Trump had himself a bit of a rally in Arizona, uh, and at that rally, he stated, uh, first of all, that anyone who's like still in jail or uh, got charges against them for January 6th, that it, when he gets back into the White House, if he has to pardon those people to give justice to them, he will do so, or he, at least he'll strongly look into it, and um, that is not great. Then on top of that, uh, he was talking about how these evil, corrupt uh, prosecutors, like in Georgia and New York and federal prosecutors, and it's not really surprising that he's naming those places because Georgia's the place where he literally called up someone and was like, hey, can you find me some extra votes? You know, win me this election that I lost. Just uh, just cheat for me. Just, just steal the election for me, Mr. Georgia elected official. I'm not asking for anything criminal or anything, but uh, <laughs> just uh, overturn the will of democracy. You could do that for me, right, bro? And New York is dealing with all of his, all of his tax shit and all that stuff. And of course, the one six committee is looking over all the fun stuff that he's doing that we got going on there, which we'll get into more down the line. But Trump, well, seemed- he, he really doesn't seem to like any of the places that are looking into him for doing crime. Yeah, <laughs> that he doesn't. He doesn't like any of the places that have his tax and financial records, like- or just or just any stick of his crime, like he's trying to like fucking like turn elected officials into like you know fucking like his own personal agents and. You know, all of his shady tax dealings in New York and all the one section in D.C. And he's just like, I would like to officially condemn these places that continue to investigate me for my various crimes. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I mean, alleged various crimes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Alleged. And did, did they ever come around on whether a president could pardon himself? Because I uh, know Trump said- had floated that. 
Uh, the, the constitutional scholars and all that good stuff have said that they don't think a president can pardon themselves and that what Nixon did where he resigned and then Ford pardoned him is probably kind of the only way you can go about doing that. And there were people that were thinking that on January 19th, like right before he his ass was out the door and Biden was taking office, that like Trump was going to literally like print out a pardon for all of his crimes, <laughs> uh, hand, hand it to Pence, resign, swear Pence in, and then Pence was going to sign it, and that was going to just get him get him out of a, get, literally a get out of jail free card. Tag but team style, like reach into the ring. Oh, hit me, bro! Just tag me yeah, real yeah. quick. Yeah, give me the tip. Yeah. So, but but look at looking back at it now, that doesn't even seem like an out, that outside of the pocket corrupt ass idea from American Republicans. It's just yeah. completely bananas. The the level I mean, their whole shtick right now is just looking at the plain like plainly obvious crime of January sixth and being like, Behold, no crime. There was no crime here. <laughs> this is all totally above board. All this breaking and entering at the very least was great. It was, yeah. it, I mean, we really, if, if anything, we should be rewarding these boys for <laughs> all of this not crime. Yeah. For, first of all, 1-6 was entirely done by the FBI infiltrators and Antifa and Black Lives Matter and George Soros, but also everybody in jail from 1-6 needs a pardon because they are all just uh, peaceful patriots who are peacefully protesting and then got railroaded by a corrupt system. Uh, with the exception of maybe Stuart Rhodes, who is probably Antifa also himself. See, that's what Joe Exotic needed to do when he wanted his pardon was to just like try and. Well, he was already in the in jail before January six. He should have stormed the Capitol, not tried to kill a woman in Florida. <laughs> he should have just gotten on the horn with Trump and promised him a bunch of tigers. I'm sure that yeah, Trump would. So I'm, sure that, I'm sure there was a number of tigers or a type of tiger that Trump, Trump would fight on. Trump Jr. in an interview was just like, we love Tiger King too. And I was blown away to find out you could get a tiger for five grand. That's so cheap. I could have had so many tigers. And it's like, hey, man, that's not the takeaway from this documentary. Uh, <laughs> well, it, I mean, I've, I've got his back on this one. It was certainly one of the takeaways I had when I watched the documentary. I yeah. was like, damn. <laughs> I was like, tigers are much cheaper to acquire than I would have thought. I'm yeah. sure it's a nightmare to feed them, of course, and house them. But like the actual acquisition of one, I was just like, oh, it's got to be at least 20 grand, right? But no, you can get you can get like you can get fucking full ass tigers at discount tiger prices. What a country. <laughs> so we're saying that Ron Watkins could own six and like a, a quarter tigers if he took decided to take his campaign funds in that direction. Bro, and I, I'm sure that some people would be more likely to vote for him if he was just a guy surrounded by tigers. I would. I'd be more likely to vote for him if he had a bunch of tigers. At least then he'd be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. Uh, the hell world, uh, a hell world as Ron Watkins campaign managers run. Just dump all the money you have tigers. left into whatever tigers you can get your hands tigers on. Tigers hot, kid. <laughs> they made a second one. for me. We're invested heavily into tigers. <laughs> We're going to tigers. We're going to make tiger NFTs. Oh God, you know it. Uh, Tiger King Two is coming out, and boom, we're gonna go straight to the moon. It's gonna be just as popular the second time around. You'll see. Uh, No, no, you can't miss. Can't miss. So, in response to Trump talking about how those evil, corrupt uh, people in the states where he has probably done the crime, um, 
he had stated that if any of these evil, corrupt prosecutors happen to actually, you know, indict him for the shit he did, he hopes that the people of America will rise up and take to the streets in protest against Trump being arrested. So uh, the, man, <laughs> the man who totally didn't call for an insurgency on 1-6 in any way, shape, or form and was totally innocent on that front is now totally innocently calling for totally nonviolent protests should he be arrested for crimes sometime in the near future. I'm not calling for violence, wink, Yeah, except when I'm in. Please, please do violence on my behalf if they, if they like, charge me with anything. I wonder yeah. what level of violence he actually wants. It, it couldn't like for for all of the for all of the you know incitement he was doing. It seems like he probably, if he's willing to go back to the well, it certainly seems like he wouldn't have been pleased with the limited amount of violence he got on one six. Like that day certainly sucked, but it could have been much worse. Americans have access to a lot of firearms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, he's already like you said, he's already in a ton of trouble for one six. There's a congressional committee like actively investigating him and getting really close, closer than anyone else has gotten, even the uh, two impeachments. Uh, and now he's just like <laughs> he didn't he didn't call for violence with any of the impeachments, right? No, he he was just mostly just whining about the corrupt Democrats because because he, he knew that uh, he was never going to get convicted in the impeachments. He knew that he had the Republicans under his thumb and there was no actual danger to him. And so when he was told that. Oh yeah, was, yeah. Was, I, I'm sure he didn't know that he was told that by somebody. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and now like the that just shows me that the one six committee and Georgia and New York are getting real close to doing some actual things if he is uh feels like he needs to call for violence. Wouldn't it be great if Matt Gates knew something and eventually oh the heat God. got turned up on him enough where he had to start spilling his guts about like tr- Trumpian level nonsense? Like I, I, I'm not blue and on, but shit like that would like gets me real close. Just... That that would be great. I, I just I just want like the heat to get turned up on Matt Gates so high that he's just like uh, I have the P tape. Everyone's yeah. just like, yeah, what? And he's just like, yeah, I got it. I mean, I, I collect all sorts of weird tapes. So I'm gonna need you to pardon me. <laughs> Don't look at these ones uh, that are not named after underage girls. Do not look at these. Just this one that says Trump. Gross. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just this one, this one that's erroneously labeled Waterworld. <laughs> <laughs> like th- that's my real question about Matt Gates and in, in his in his whole heap of trouble is that like for all he is, he's like really. I mean, if he goes down, he's a representative, and I know he was he's a rich boy that had daddy's money buy him his Congress seat and get him out of all of his DUIs, but. There are so many bigger fish in Florida Republican politics that Gates have been rubbing elbows with for so long. And it's like, if if he could bring down DeSantis or some other cretins, that would just be delicious. So, I mean, it, a, a boy can dream, but because I have to rein in my blue and on power levels mm-hmm. and try to avoid thinking about such things, I have you, you kind of have to maintain that... Uh, believe it when you see it mentality when it comes yeah to well i shit. feel like the difference between like us and blue and is that we're just like wishfully hoping 
that somehow Matt Gates has goods on somebody of actual. Yeah, ability. I just want to see this. But I mean, even if not, like, I, I think we're all perfectly going to be satisfied with him getting pinched for sex with underage girl, <laughs> like oh, yeah. human trafficking yeah. or whatever. I want Matt Gates to go down for crimes he committed. I don't care if Trump sees the inside of a jail cell. I just want to see him charged so that he cannot run again. Well, like, I, I mean, or convicted, right? He has to be if you're convicted of a felony, you can't run for president. Uh, that I'm not sure about. Uh, but I, I mean, completely but even if he is, then Pence is just going to reveal the secret pardon. <laughs> he was like, Trump has pardoned himself for future crimes. When he was the president, he did this, and I have it. And then it's it's going to be like a like a Billy Mitchell Donkey Kong tape moment. Where... <laughs> <laughs> sure, right, hold the presses. We have to verify. Oh man, <laughs> I I mean, like. Trump would absolutely try something like that. I don't that put would be anything. Great. I mean, he 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 is point. like the wrestling heel of presidents. Like, yeah, he's been an actual wrestling heel. Right, right. I think he's the only president to appear on WWE. So, God, yeah, I mean, he should just start rocking a luchador mask. He should just lead into it and just be like some evil wrestling <laughs> heel president. I'm so embarrassed for our country. Every time we talk about Trump, it's just like, how the fuck did we get here? Like, really. I, I, yeah, uh, man, America kind of sucks. Yeah. yeah. I remember there was like a photo of like Trump with uh, Linda McMahon and a bunch of other credits. And I think there were a couple other celebrities that were uh, somehow like uh, on the periphery in WWE. And someone had the caption that like uh, 65% of the people in this photo have taken a stone cold stunner and it was including the president. It's just like, God damn it. Really? Like this is where we're at. I forgot one of the McMahons got like, a, a position because of Trump. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's super awesome. It's great. I mean, so Stone Cold was out there. He was really putting in the work, so I believe it. Yeah. Hey. I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, America's a fucked up place. We we got some stuff right, and we got a bunch of other stuff uh, very wrong. It's uh, quite wild. Yeah. And I have, to, I have to imagine it for our international audience, like, being on the outside looking into America has got to be just completely berserk, because we just have to see, like, this, like sugar rush toddler with all the guns just doing whatever the fuck we want (laughs) just all these other countries with better healthcare systems just being like you spend how much on your military and people are dying because they can't afford insulin it's like yeah it's really fucked up like it is really they're just like oh shit they're just like oh shit it's escape from new york in there already that's crazy and we're just like that's not all the way true <laughs> we don't have anyone as cool as snake plissken uh, but from like, what i hear things are much better in canada which know, means that yeah. i'm disappointed that one of the headlines that allegedly we have to talk about uh on this week's episode involves some sort of canadian trucker idiocy now this is one of those things that like i had seen sort of like as like background radiation in my uh interneting for like a day but i never really looked into it what the fuck was going on at the border uh, so, uh, there were Canadian truckers who were trying to gum up some border crossings between America and Canada because this Canadian trucker rally, uh, allegedly began because of, uh, vaccine mandates that were being instituted, um, for Canadian truckers to uh, cross into America, which even if they were somehow able to bend the Canadian government to their will, they would then need the Canadian government to then bend the American government to their will in order to get rid of all that. So 
this whole thing that sort of started off as uh, we're tired of vaccine mandates and we're not going to take it anymore then just sort of uh, monesthetized into a just universal, we hate vaccines, we hate Justin Trudeau, we hate everything about liberalism in Canada, we're dumb, angry morons. And also, far more importantly, uh, someone started a GoFundMe for uh, this Canadian trucker thing and is uh, raking in all the cash. (laughs) So. Yeah, this uh, Canadian trucker rally uh, that, again, has a GoFundMe. The GoFundMe, I believe, was at like uh, $7 million. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. At some point, so uh, whoever started this whole thing has uh, started to really uh, cash in on um, this scam of a, of like a protest because whatever that's no- small potatoes. Uh, can I interest you in in some Canadian trucker coin? Yeah, oh, God. Canadian trucker NFTs. <laughs> Yeah, and the mainstream media, like, and I, I hate saying it like that, but it's true. The mainstream media keeps reporting that there are 50,000 truckers involved, and they're getting that from the organizer of this trucker rally. Uh, the One of the towns they drove through. There's going to be like two, two and a half billion of us. <laughs> so because of Knowledge Fight, I know that the exact number of registered truckers in Canada is 3.2 million. Uh, and no, 300,000. I'm way off. Just ignore me. <laughs> it's 300,000 truckers. Let me fact check this thing's numbers with my own wrong numbers. Yeah, I, yeah. I keep getting wrong. So uh, the, the, the head organizer says there's 50,000 truckers involved. One of the towns they drove through did a rough count, and uh, it was well south of that. It was maybe even like it was barely even a thousand, if that. Uh, but that's not accounting for like people that have joined along the way and they have gummed up one of the big border crossing uh, border crossings, but the Mounties are just going in and arresting people and moving trucks at this point. And they're trying to resolve it peacefully, but more truckers come and it turns they out they will execute truckers on site. Now it has it, been it, like, yeah. Canadian. Justin Trudeau was just like, it's now open season on Canadian truckers. It turns but, out it doesn't take a lot of big trucks to block a border crossing highway. Yeah. And, and that's kind of a crime. So yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I understand trying to talk to these people and be rational, but they're irrational. Uh, 
Uh, so I just went to the GoFundMe site, and when I said $7 million, I was wrong. That thing now has over $10 million in funding for this dumb grift scam. And uh, the best part is if you click on the uh, top donors, uh, the top donor is Anonymous, who donated $30,000. The second best donor is Anonymous, who donated $25,000. After the Range Langley, www.therangelangley.com, donated $18,000 for their little ad on the site. Uh, the next highest donor is Anonymous again, who donated $17,000 dollars because they had to get $1776 in there in some way, shape, or form. But there, there are a lot, a lot, a lot. Lot of uh, of anonymous five figure donations or ten grand to this thing. As a matter of fact, this uh, th- there's like three in a row, uh, four in a row. Anonymous, anonymous, anonymous. Ten k, ten k, ten k, ten k. So if you're looking for just I don't know aggressive money laundering, yeah, I was like, I was like, that sounds like some money laundering shit to me. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, guess what? Uh, a bunch of these truckers who are blocking the highway, they've had their pictures taken, and one was not an independent trucker. He had the sticker of the company he worked for, and they were like, you're fired. Uh, <laughs> he also had a big, he's a Canadian trucker, but he had a big three percenter uh, flag on the, the hood of his truck, which the Canadian government considers the three percenters to be a uh, domestic terrorist organization. The American government has not gone that far. Yeah, uh, yeah, you, you get 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 the stepping American government. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, you, you, if you get if you could get ICP gang status, certainly you get the three percenters terrorist status. Let's fucking go. Yeah, yeah, it's it's baffling. Like, it the the main trucker union in Canada does not support this. They've said no one involved with us is involved because. They support the vaccine mandate, and most truckers in Canada are not part of this and are vaccinated because uh, they wanted to keep working and also aren't big whiny piss babies. It, yeah, and it, it, it's now it just keeps getting diluted and more people glomming on to this thing that we don't even really know what the protest is about anymore. But there are a lot of people with Nazis. General sim- white nationalism. Yeah, there's a lot of people with Nazi symbols on their trucks showing up uh, a lot. And that's oh. uh, getting hard to deny. And the, the, but the best the, the best part about that is that the people, uh, the QAnon people that are defending this and supporting this uh, this brave movement for freedom and how we're we're taking back uh, Canada because we really cared about Canada five minutes ago, but now that something's happening there, it's cool. Um, Whenever you bring up the fact that there are all these Nazi flags or Confederate flags, because, you know, the whole heritage, not hate thing, there was a lot of proud Confederates that were in Canada. The Northern Front, as we called it in the American Civil War, mm-hmm. the uh, the Canadian sacking of Boston in 1862 was a devastating blow for Union morale. Um, all, of the, all of this stuff, when it happens, again... QAnon, because they will never take responsibility for fucking anything, will be like, oh, that th- those are infiltrators. Those are just Antifa people trying to make us look bad. There, there's, there's, there's only a few Confederate flags and only a few Nazi flags in our in our rallies. And again, those are just uh, bad actors glomming onto us. And it's like you can kick them out. You know, like if if your convoy has someone waving a Nazi flag or a Confederate flag, you can. You can like stop the convoy and people can get out of their trucks and be like, "Hey, buddy, buddy, they take, take that flag down." 
that flag has no place in our uh, peaceful. Yeah, I, if only there was some way that truckers could solve this problem with people that they don't like, like being in their midst. Oh, if only. I, like I, I, maybe maybe I'm romanticizing the average trucker, but they seem like the sort of people that would just beat the beat the shit out of somebody. Who's going to blame you? Right. Yeah, or block an entire highway and then get arrested. And I don't feel like the Canadian government's going to be kind to these people. Yeah. The other thing that's going on with this this movement is that in a lot of ways, it's like a really low rent version of Occupy Wall Street because the truckers like publicly are talking about how we're not going to stop until all the vaccine mandates have gone away and Trudeau resigns in disgrace and we get a real patriot in as the prime minister and we're going nowhere. And if you've been following, uh, I posted a link to uh, like a trucker, um, someone's listening to the trucker broadband or the trucker's uh, radio broadcast, and the actual inside the, the, the convoy, the morale is low, people are getting upset about the fact that they don't have bathrooms to shit in, and that people have been shitting in snowbanks, and not a lot of food, because they really didn't plan this out, but... They had this mentality of just like being so aggressive and that like we're we're taking the country back and nothing's gonna stop us and everything's great. And it's like, no, actually this is gonna flame out and it's gonna flame out like probably in the next week or two. And really the like the only thing that's like worrisome is the fact that it is possible some of these dum dums might do something violent at some point because they are gonna realize that this is all gonna be for nothing. That uh like, like all of QAnon's like they made Trudeau run away, and he's faking he's faking a COVID uh, case in order to not like face his attackers and his accusers. And it's like Trudeau will be back in a week or two, and nothing's yeah. going to happen to him. It, it turns out when a bunch of violent people announce that they're coming to a place where you keep your leader, you move the leader to like <laughs> cut that off at the head. That that's pretty one oh one shit for like security. They're like, oh. Yeah. A bunch of violent armed people are coming here, sir. We're going to move you not here. And they're like, <laughs> okay, it turns out I can prime minister or president from basically anywhere. So, yeah. yeah. Right. It, that was one of the funniest things that QAnon was talking about uh, right before Biden got sworn in was that they were talking about how, like, this, uh, that, like, chain link fence was being put up all around uh, where Biden, basically around where Biden, the balcony where Biden was going to be sworn in. And, like, D.C. was on lockdown. And they were like, Biden and the deep state don't see that it's a trap. They have to go behind the chain link fence to take the presidency. But will they ever escape it? And I was like, no, Biden can be sworn in president in his house in Delaware if he wants to. He doesn't have to go to the physical White House to take the oath of office. You can take the oath wherever you want. I mean, fucking LBJ took it on Air Force One in Dallas. It, this is how yeah, you works. don't even need a Bible. Like, no. There, there's no <laughs> separation of church and state. Also, there, there's no... <laughs> God damn it. They're, yeah. they're also stupid. Yeah, there's no, there's no geographical requirement for you taking the oath. There's no, no... You have to swear it on a holy document requirement. Nothing. You Someone says a bunch of words that you repeat back to them, and then you're the president. Boom. Nailed it. I mean, it's, it's, it's it. And the same thing. Or if the prime minister isn't in Ottawa for, 20, for like 200 days, they forfeit the prime minister of Canada's status. No, that doesn't exist. 
because Trudeau can just be wherever he is and until his party loses an election or his party says, you're no longer running our party anymore, he's still the prime minister. That, that's how that works. I mean, um, no, it's just like the Supreme Court can totally overturn a, a, a duly appointed presidential election. Yep, not, they, nine, not, absolute nine zero. They have that power. They could just swear Trump in. They totally yeah. can do that. Whenever they want to. Not, uh, <laughs> much, much like Trump can reclaim the presidency whenever he wants to. He's devolved the government. He can, he can run in with a chair, and if he can run in with a chair and hit Biden, he's the president. Yeah, if, yeah. run in with a chair and a ref, hit Biden the chair, pin him, ref counts three, boom, Trump's president. That's how this works. We well, are lucky we, they have all this power and, uh, and aren't using it. Uh, yes. Much like our good friends over at Spotify, who have all the power <laughs> in the world and are not using it to do anything punitive to Joe Rogan. Even as they lose musical artists left and right, yeah, and, uh, and huge protest. stock numbers. So, yeah, like, so what's what's the situation here, boyos? Why are we talking about Joe Rogan v Spotify? So Joe Rogan kept putting out COVID vaccine misinformation, even when he had people on his show fact checking him. He would still deny it. He did it so much that Neil Young and other Neil Young basically started a movement saying. I want Spotify to end their contract with Joe Rogan because he keeps putting out misinformation. Now that was never going to happen. They gave him a hundred million dollars. Spotify is in the Joe Rogan business. Uh, so, but it did start a movement and multiple other musicians and other podcasters have said they're moving off Spotify or, um, science versus, uh, an award-winning podcast has said they're not going to do any more regular episodes. They're just going to do episodes fact checking Joe Rogan from here on out. Uh, <laughs> I love so that. That got Joe to uh, Spotify has said that Spotify specifically said they're going to put a content warning before every episode of the Joe Rogan experience, saying he's a big dumb dumb. And then Joe Rogan came out and apologized and said, "I haven't done good enough, and I'm going to try and do better." Which no, you're not. But, yeah. <laughs> you're a fucking liar. You shut the, up. The timing of the apology is suspect, but it was the right move. I, I mean, I don't like Joe Rogan. I don't think anyone should listen to him, but he he gave a better apology than most of these shitheads. So I'll, I'll give him credit there. That's the thin amount of credit you should give him. I love yeah. the, I love the fact that another podcast has literally said we are going to become knowledge fight for Joe Rogan because that's a thing that needs to exist now. I mean, yeah. that is just so wild that like this An is award winning science podcast. Yeah, they just gave up on their current like for their current form. They're just like we, we should jump on that wagon too. We should make it like a thing. We should see how many podcasts we can flip over to just being <laughs> knowledge fight for Joe Rogan experience. Yeah. Uh, hey, I mean, uh, I, I like Steve. I mean, Steve Bannon is running his podcast, and that is absolutely something that someone should like do the debunk on. There are so many dumb like right wing rabbit holes just full of shitty grifters that I think people would absolutely want to see aggressively like attacked because no way, man. The, the part that tickles me is the idea of a bunch of people doing the same thing. It just literally just, just like hundreds of different flavors of podcasters debunking and dunking on Joe Rogan every week. I mean, it wouldn't be like, it wouldn't be super hard. Like, 
I've seen so many clips, uh, like, of people on his own show just checking him, and then he just denies it. And, yeah, nah. Oh, God. yeah, yeah, because, yeah, well, the thing is, is that he just, that, the clip that you're basically talking about, where the guy brings up the fact that myocarditis happens way more when you get COVID than when you get the vaccine, and Joe's like, are you talking about kids? And then they look it up, and it is about kids, and then it was like, is it about this thing? And then it is about this thing, and the whole time, Joe's just looking for an out. He's just desperate to find an out, and he can't do it, and... The whole time that he's being boxed in, he's just like, no, ah, even though even though I'm seeing reality slap me in the face, I refuse to acknowledge it because I'm so I'm so wed to the narrative that I've created and that this is a thing that literally people who have been dealing with cults and disinformation and all this stuff have talked about in perpetuity is that showing someone that they're wrong does very little to make them admit they're wrong. And very often it will, they will double down on their wrongness rather oh, than admit yeah. it. Just because you show someone the evidence that they're, that they fucked up. They're not going to be like, Oh, I fucked up. You're right, man. I, I, I got to give you that one. You, you were, you had the right of it. Good, sir. You, you saw things clearly and I didn't, that doesn't happen. Instead, usually the person just rejects your argument, stamps their feet and gets mad about it. And then it just says, I'm going to embrace my wrongness even harder. Yeah, and that wraps up our teaser for the Joe Rogan Experience Experience, our podcast within our podcast, where, of course, we break down this week's episode with the Joe Rogan Experience. As Ugh. always, I've been your host, the Mysterious <laughs> L. Oh, the worst. That, that's like a real monkey paw future. We make our fortune on the Joe Rogan Experience Experience, but it means we have to listen to the Joe Rogan Experience every week. They're also definitely going to sue us for that name, although uh, I, that's the hill we got to die on. That's the perfect name for it, right? The Joe Rogan Experience Experience. Yeah. I, I was thinking of calling it Experiencing Joe Rogan, because like, I, I like you're now... a sexual angle, like, yeah. <laughs> or J, JRXX, Joe Rogan Experience Experience. <laughs> I mean, JRXX is, uh, I, I mean, if if you're never actually spelling out what it stands for... Uh, maybe that is the best way to get around being sued. <laughs> it's copyrighted. No one steal. That's ours. It's yeah, ours. That's going to be part of our merchandise. That's OC. Don't don't yeah. steal. Yeah, yeah, don't steal. And the best part about that is, is that you two wouldn't end up listening to like much of Joe Rogan. I'd just be playing the clips for you. I'm the one who'd have to go through them dealing with him all the time. So, oh man, that would be both a hoot and a holler. So. Uh, I, I would I would find a way to stream news radio, and I and like every week I would bring news radio clips from Joe Rogan. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like did, he didn't do anything else after that except for like uh, did he do Fear Factor for like a thousand yes. years? Oh yeah, gonna be like a thousand yeah. Clips yeah, he saying stuff from Fear Factor. Yeah, he yeah. Hosted, yeah he hosted Fear Factor, and he got into being like the the analyst for the UFC. Yeah, and- UFC. He was deep into UFC, and he took down Carlos Mencia, which is like the only good thing he's done in his life. Yeah, yeah, he was a stand-up comic who got a, got a little buzz in a few other ways, and he just got into podcasting super early. And then when podcasting blew up, like he was the man because he'd been doing it for so goddamn long. Yeah. It's like, him it's and like, Kevin Smith. Yeah. 
And wasn't Adam Carolla also like one of the like the big time pillars of pottery back in the day? Uh, Adam Adam Carolla, uh, yes, he is. He is among the. He's like in the pantheon of like old timer podcasters that are just like white men with white Didn't men. He opinions. also go the way of Joe Rogan is like a, a conservative shithead now. Yep, one hundred percent. Just 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 miserable rich white guys who are mad that they just don't get things now and are just like, but I but I'm successful. I'm rich, I'm white, I'm a dude. I should totally be able to understand the world at all times. And if I don't, that's the world's fault. So I, I should I should be allowed to be mad at the world for not catering to my needs, even though it has by granting me immense wealth in my privileged lifestyle. Yeah, so you know, the American dream. Yes, <laughs> that literally what we all aspire to. Like we have the we have the Caucasian male part down. We're just missing the wealth and success part, and then we too can be like Adam Carolla. Ah, the dream, oh. or like Kevin Smith. Mm, so much better. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he does have multiple very successful podcasts, and that allows him to make uh, mediocre to bad movies. So. Oh yeah, I mean you can't take away the the guy's career. He's successful in like a number of fields, but like it, he's sort of like Guy Fieri pre Guy Fieri redemption. It's just really mm-hmm. easy to look at him colored in that light of just being like, "Ugh." Like, <laughs> I don't know. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. like how I always felt about Joss Whedon, but now everybody else also feels about Joss Whedon. So good. <laughs> uh feels so awesome to be validated about that. It's just yeah. like, "Yeah, guys, he's always sucked." It was pretty obvious if you just wanted to pay attention. <laughs> hey, if if only if only people would wake up, that would be, that would be nice. I mean, I, if only Joe Rogan's audience would wake up one day and just be like, "Oh, right, this guy is a like." Why are we listening to this guy? He's just some sort of rando comedian. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I'm just happy that uh, one of my favorite podcasts, Lad Podcast, last podcast on the left, is back in general population. They're not a Spotify exclusive anymore, so. Uh, I don't really have to use Spotify anymore if I don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, well, do, how how are you going to listen to last podcast on the left? Didn't they sell out to Spotify? <laughs> no, I just said they're they're back in Gym Pop. Their contract with them with Spotify is up. Oh, I, I sorry. I thought I thought you had mentioned another podcast. Well, fuck me then. Yeah, <laughs> you could not be more wrong. Uh, I mean, hey, well, let's put a disclaimer in front of our podcast about me being wrong. Just like, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get the. Sp- I, I think I'm on my like fourth correction. We'll get the Spotify episode. treatment. We'll get softly tickled in our belly uh, because like, we're just like we we were bad boys. No, we, we could get, just like, a little... have a. We could just start being wrong about everything on our podcast and get a hundred million dollar contract. Yeah, I mean that'd be great. That would allow us to the the fel- the, the 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 fame and uh, wealth levels that would allow us to become <laughs> jaded, just like all of our heroes. Yes. <laughs> also, like Adam Carolla and Kevin Smith. The Snyder Cut was <laughs> worth it. We definitely needed to go back to that well. Yep. Like, hey, there we go. Yep. $100 million, please. Oh, God. We did it. We earned it. We did it, boys. Oh, man. <laughs> Hey, I mean, we 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 started with the the white maleness, and then we turned into just incorrect <laughs> mor- incorrect morons about everything. I mean, I think what we really need to do is to just start. Uh, we need to go down the Joe Rogan path of bringing right wing guests onto our podcast and just act like we're not working in cahoots with them as we let them just lie in our faces constantly. 
And over the course of time, we can then just talk about, hey, look, man, we're just bringing on differing opinions. And so what if, like, five of our past, like, seven guests were right-wing extremists? The other two were neutral comedians. So clearly we're not, like, a right-wing podcast, right? Right? No way, man. That's already been done. Our giving is to bring them on and then just, like, fiercely empathize with them and just, like, agree with their whole vibe and just be like, you know what? I think, uh, you know what? I really do see that whites are just superior thanks thanks for coming on the show today <laughs> no, no one clip that please um, <laughs> the getting pilled podcast where we bring yeah. people on to pill us and we just we just totally fall just let it happen <laughs> just like yeah. we're just sick into pills <laughs> i'm gonna start going to physical therapy i'm gonna get our first guest i'm just yeah. gonna start going yeah. through yeah, yeah. Just, just start just just looking for a pelvic floor specialist oh my god if that would be the ultimate get 100 uh, percent. no irony here if that lady ever like came out of the shadows uh she opened the invitation to be on the pod to explain to us about all the horrors you saw in hollywood i'm here for you i, I would love to just sit there and listen to this crazy woman who literally destroyed a guy's life and created a cottage industry in the grifter sphere uh, through that idiot stuntman's uh, money. <laughs> so, oh my god! I can't stop thinking about sick about pills. <laughs> <laughs> We're really knocking them out of the park today. JRXX sick yeah. about pills. Oh, yeah, nice. I mean the the merch is just gonna once the merch machine turns on, it's gonna be a no. never ending. No, it's just a it's just a money machine. We're gonna like, we're gonna make our our non existent editor go through all of our podcasts and get to all the points where we're we're making jokes about that being merch and finally start cranking out merch. Yeah, put a raisin on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was willing to let that one die die in the past. No way, man. Off, that's, man. That's that's like the classic line. We can't let put a raisin on it die. <laughs> Turbotine. I think we could just steal that. Like they're not using it. We just Turbotine. Excellent point. All right, you want to get to our uh, our mailbag and reward Please. our listeners for their questions? Please. Sounds like a plan. Our listeners got questions. We got answers. It's time for Q and A. So uh, Peter Miller, who has a blue check mark, and thusly we have to answer all of his questions, asks the age-old question: Would you rather fight one hundred duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? <laughs> the, the, the tiny ones, unless they're unless they're venomous, I want to fight a bunch of small things. Yeah, uh, yeah. One one horse-sized duck sounds fucking terrifying. Are you yeah. kidding me? <laughs> It could bite you in half with its beak. Just Mwah. yeah, yeah. I don't think the duck-sized horses are really any great shakes. I could take them, so I, I'm pretty. I'm 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 with I'm with the rest of the Hell World team on that one. I now, mean, and even if I lose, I feel like at least I'm going to go down swigging versus just like randomly getting kicked in my chest and having all my bones explode by this fucking <laughs> enormous yeah. duck. Yeah, yeah. It's like, do you want to fight one giant man or a ton of tiny men? It's like yeah. I guess that it would tiny also have one. to be more fun to fight a bunch of them, right? Yeah. yeah. Just like like picking right. like picking like pick up these little horses, just bobbing them across the yard. It'd be great. <laughs> Throw, throwing one horse into another horse and having the matrix bowling it sound effect hit. Yeah. <laughs> truly, truly you would be Neo to their Agent Smith. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Uh so, so thank also, you. horses get spooked when they see like a snake. I'm pretty sure if they see like a gargantuan person charging at them, they might get a little spooked. Yeah. Yeah, just you raise your arms up, and then you're you're already bigger than them, and you just charge them, and, like, and they'll just 
I don't even think I would need to raise my arms up like a Muppet. I'm just uh, yeah. I'm already massive. They would take one look at me and they'd be like, no dice. <laughs> he, he, he's he's like a thousand million snakes. <laughs> Let's go, horse fight. Uh, he is a thousand million snakes. That is something <laughs> I didn't think I was going to hear. <laughs> so good. Uh, that, was, that was Rabatet's tagline. Yes. Joke, yes. Oh, joke just for my grains. Yeah, anyway, thank you for that. the question. Let's move yeah. on. So uh, Confidently Befuddled asks, uh, for Sarge, you're on the spot, Sarge. Oh, my God. As a fellow military dude, what was your favorite nonsense about Q being a military op, excluding the general incompetence of the military and government? I mean, I'm trying to think of what all the, like, Q being a military op. It just, uh, we don't have a lot of people with Q clearance, since that's, like, a Department of Energy clearance. That, like, extra doesn't make any sense. There's some guys that'll have it, but they they work with uh, nuclear weapons. Uh, just... You we talked having... about this way way back in the day, in like yeah. the, the the days of yore when this podcast was about us discussing Q drops. Yeah. Uh it is just baffling. And then like anyone keeping like the military keeps secrets, but the fact that like this is happening and if the government thought for a second that a real person was giving out real uh military secrets on like eight coon. They would just go and fucking arrest them. Like, it's not difficult to do. They got every time a big new, like, illegal market sets up on the dark web, they arrest them within a year or two. They just find someone and flip them. It happens every time. So it just, my favorite part is it It doesn't make any sense. Like, it if you look at it with any critical thinking, like, it just falls apart immediately. And I, I have to think that's why Ron stopped posting his cue. I, I'm willing to bet someone was just like, Hey, knock the shit off or we're going to arrest you. Like you, you helped start an insurrection that stormed the Capitol, like knock it off. And well, the, the biggest problem is that clearly you haven't, uh, haven't heard the good news about how Q was a Russian psyop idiot. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or that, um, like real American soldiers stormed a base, a, a, a location in Germany and like died and fought to get back secret servers that had American voting data. I think that's my favorite story. Cause it like, nothing about it makes sense. It, it doesn't even read like a Tom Clancy novel. It's just like, what, why would it? Well, because it ended like all good novels do with the thing that those people fought and died for going nowhere and never being revealed and not existing. So. Yeah. It's like the end like, of the, <laughs> the end of that Indiana Jones movie where they're just like, Oh, we got this thing. And they just put it in a warehouse somewhere. I, I think we even made that joke. It's baffling. The yeah, the one thing I will say that, that I think also they were kind of bringing up is the fact that QAnon loves talking about military precision, like when you'd have like a two year delta that they yeah. were trying to coordinate through bullshit. They'd be like, "The only way this two year delta could happen is if they were on totally on top of everything and they got everything right and they lined up, they got all their uh, hundred tiny ducks lined up in a row, and boom, you know how they did that? Military precision, and it's like duck sized horses." Yes, <laughs> yeah, and it's just that kind of thing where people who are not in the military think the military is incredibly on top of shit, and 
people in the military know otherwise that not so much actually yeah I, there's definitely a bunch of veterans because like uh in it because you you get kind of broken down and built back up and then uh you know maybe you go out to war and you get your brain mixed around like i was driving home yesterday and uh Talked to myself a little. I have veteran plates, and some guy talking to himself on the side of the road just started saluting my car and then pulled up his pant leg to show me his scar. And I was like, Yeah, okay, you got your uh, all your eggs rocked around in the war, like for sure. <laughs> and yeah, it's you, you get people like that that are betrayed by their, their country and they don't take care of them, and yeah, they're willing to believe that. Someone on the inside is saying the the real stuff, and the the government is evil because to them it is. Uh, I don't know. Fuck you. Takes advantage of smooth brained idiots. <laughs> so uh, thank you for the question. Confidently befuddled. Um, Cleodora Selvestri, who is now waiting for Cloister the Stupid. I have no idea what that means, but maybe someone else does. Uh, Q says that Prince has replaced Mick Jagger, James Woods, replaced Joe Biden, and some ugly asshole in Dallas is supposed to be JFK Jr. At what point does the self-delusion cross over into full pros Paninosia, I have no idea how to say that word, and I butchered it viciously. The face recognition failure syndrome, where you can no longer tell who people are based on looking at them. Um, I don't know that it's actually going to become that syndrome, because again, this is just a LARPy thing. Yeah, it's it's like it's already worse than that, because it's sort of just like they live syndrome, where they they think that people look perfectly one way unless you have the secret knowledge of the way the real world works and that gives you the the metaphorical sunglasses that let you see things as they truly are so it doesn't really matter if it's like if they get some sort of like face blindness because the faces are already irrelevant it's probably more exciting for them to imagine that like so and so is secretly jfk jr in disguise but only they know tee right Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That's the whole game is that you know the hidden truth. You you have the sunglasses that nobody else is wearing, and that uh, and they and they they are so obsessed with they live. It's that's because it's such a ridiculously obvious thing for them to care about because they're they're Roddy Piper and everybody else is a giant dum dum who won't put on the glasses, and they live for that. I and the, the one thing I will say is that Q never said those things. This is uh, one of those uh, things that has come up that has been created in all the various alternate slices of the QAnon universe, and there are people who are very mad at the JFK Jr. people and all of that kind of stuff because it's it's a, these kind of cults just have nothing but constant infighting and complaining and anger with each other about this, that, and the other thing. So. Um, the the only question is is like how far do you want to take the LARP? How silly do you want to make it? Are you willing to be- believe that Vincent Fusca, who I think <laughs> is, I think is now trying to run for office in Pennsylvania, uh, so are you willing to believe that Vincent Fusca is JFK Jr.? Are you willing to do the whole thing where uh, get the J- Fusca out of here? <laughs> God, oh man! If only he got relevant enough, so somebody else could cut that promo on him. That would be so great. Uh, I'd love it. Put but, that on a billboard. Yes. Oh, man. oh man! He doesn't have a lot of money. It's for two months tops. Oh, if he could buy that billboard for two weeks, he'd be lucky. Oh my God, Vincent Fusca! But 
But yeah, I think this is more, this is just more LARPy, I have the hidden knowledge than I'm actually suffering from an actual neurological disorder that could be like breaking my mind. They're breaking their mind in a different, and to them, a far more entertaining way. Yeah. If I go through the looking glass, man, Alice in Wonderland, bro. <laughs> yeah, yes. Take this pill and see how deep the rabbit hole, go, rabbit hole goes. Oh, all of it. Uh, so thank you for the question. Uh, Pancake Peasant asks, is it ethical to proposition the clown Hellworld L knows to terrify Ron Watkins into leaving public life forever? Bonus points if the clown is dressed as an Evanalian angel. Or, uh, Evan, Evan Agilon. I can't say it right. I fucked it up. <laughs> no, Evan <laughs> Agilon. That's it. No, no, I'm totally I wrong. believe I it's Evangelion. Evangelion. Yeah, that, that's it. So get, tape up your glasses and push them up over the bridge of your nose. I will. Like the real and, anime and, boy. And I did, I, I, and I, I asked for clarification that is L the clown, and uh, Pancake replied, "Only if you want to be the clown." So. Uh, no, I, th- I think at some point, I think at some point, I must have mentioned that, like, I, I know sort of in passing a clown, yeah. uh, an actual, an actual literal clown. Uh, our relationship is not good enough where I could summon him or beckon him to do anything. <laughs> Although summon I him. would say, in terms of, uh, I mean, and, and also uh, around adults, he's a bit of a raunchy clown. Uh, but, uh, which I, I mean, granted the last time I saw him do any, any sort of that stick was like fucking eight years ago at this point and the world was a way different place. So who, who, who knows what they are up to now? Uh, but I will say that they were quite good on stilts and, uh, uh, therefore they would probably make a pretty rad Evangelion if they got, if they got together with some costume designer and made themselves some sort of giant Ava suit. I can see that being pretty cool. So sh- shout out to shout out to clowns. You're doing thankless work. Pop, pop, <laughs> pop, pop media turned on you really bad, like forty or fifty years ago, and you've still just been like toughing it out. And you know, you gotta you gotta show respect to that at some point. But that's a hard road to hoe. <laughs> and uh, so thank you for the question. And now we have our secret question that I was uh, DM'd uh, a little while ago, and that question is. Um, well, Prime L, he is the one who brought it up on the podcast. If you watch this one episode, oh no, uh, L was talking about Peacemaker on the last episode. The fact that Sarge's voice sounds identical to Adrian Chase is not lost on me. Are they the same person? Adrian Chase? Wait, who's that? Uh, that's Vigilante on Peacemaker. Oh, really? I I can't hear it because I don't. Uh, you know, you don't... I, I think that Adrian Chase's voice has a like a higher register, more traditionally effeminate quality to it. Um, than Sarge, but uh, I, I but I, I mean, maybe maybe I've just been uh, you know, vaccine style inoculated against Sarge's very vigilante style voice. So, Adrian Chase, geez, and like, also for what it's worth, uh, that character does totally rule if that is, uh, in fact, the character of vigilante. Yeah, episode is. four is by far the, the best, uh. Yeah, I, I was also the, episode. Episode four was like the 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 best episode by far of Peacemaker. So I highly recommend uh, that episode specifically because of how good Vigilante is in it. Oh yeah, Epi- you hear that, Sarge? You're being compared to superheroes, dog. Yeah, like a real good one too, who was a big goofball. But yeah. um... well, in the show, he's a cold blooded murderer who who just loves murdering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was it, I was gonna try to to add some more qualifiers to that, but it's just sort of like he just sort of likes murder. 
No, he, oh, he, the act, Adrian Chase is the character's name. The actor's name is Freddie Stroma. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to get with it. Yeah. He, he, he is like a live action Crumbopulous Michael. So uh, he just loves killing. Yeah. I guess, I guess I'll, I'll take this not so uh, hard hit of, I sound like this attractive, famous man deal. <laughs> wait, wait, what's what's you, what's you get to episode four? <laughs> And he has a blow up where his voice gets very high at one point, and you'll, you'll be like, "You'll be like, this was not a flattering comment." Uh, I've only seen episode one as of right now, but I, I did. He did the. I do like the show. I'm gonna watch the rest of it. He got real laughs out of me when he was just like, "Uh, so my girlfriend's having an abortion, and you know, you're invited." And <laughs> it's like I'm not coming to your abortion, dude. Uh, yeah, he he's uh, he's not the best at socializing. It turns out. No. <laughs> little, little you sound exactly cool. like him. So yeah, <laughs> take that. Got me? Oh. Question mark. Yeah. Okay. I I have been uh, both uh, voice wise and uh, appearance wise been compared to Peter Griffin from Family Guy. So I've I've had to bear the burden of that kind of uh, commentary in in the I... past. I guess I could hear that. You don't really have, you have the faintest Boston in your accent, but it, it like, it's, oh, it's very faint. And, but Peter Griffin has that uh, Rhode Island, like North New England mass uh, accent. Like real in, a, in a weird coincidence, uh, people are constantly telling me that I sound just like JFK Jr. So. Oh, I hear it because I definitely yeah. know what JFK Jr. sounds oh. like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, oh, it's, God. It's fucking yeah. pitch perfect. It's it like, really is. It's incredible. It, it's it, like he it, never tragically died in a plane accident in 1996 no, or whatever. It's, it's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's like he's been doing this podcast the whole time. It's incredible. <laughs> Vigilante was in Pitch Perfect too, so it's all coming together. It's all connected. Oh, man. That big web. That's Illuminati a, confirmed. Oh, yeah, my God. How yeah. does the rabbit hole go? <laughs> Oh, we we have more than we know. We're sick about pills. <laughs> Here on the JRXX. <laughs> it's the year JRXX. Da, 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 da. All right. So, and finally, for our question to numerous, uh, what are you looking forward to? Uh, Darkest Dungeon 2 is out, kind of. It's in early access. Uh, I've been playing that, uh, and it's a bunch of fun. It's a different format than uh, Darkest Dungeon. It's more of a roguelike this time around and it's a bunch of fun. It's it's dark, there's dungeons. So, yep. Yep. yeah. Uh, nice. I guess it's my turn. I don't know. I'm not really like that especially fired up for anything. Uh, Peacemaker tomorrow is pretty good. The most recent episode of Boba Fett like Bo- Bo- Boba Fett has been getting better the, the less Boba Fett has been around, which is exciting. Such <laughs> such a weird thing for a show to do. What a bold direction! Yeah, so uh, <laughs> remove the main uh, character and improve it. I, I yeah. can't think of any other show that's done that. Yeah. Oh, actually, no. Uh, I am a sucker for a new uh, draft environment, so I am excited for the upcoming release of. Kamigawa colon Neon Dynasty, the yeah. latest Magic the Gathering set. With Biker Mice from Arena. Mars. Yeah. I'm going to do probably like around a dozen drafts of that over the course of its lifespan and feel pretty satisfied. It's going to be nice. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, I have um, I, I have a, a new thing happening at my day job where I am going to be an instructor to tell people who are getting into the business of casinos how to deal poker, which is something I love doing. I love teaching people stuff. I love like trying to explain things to people. I want to do a really good job at this because. I know there's nothing more terrifying than like starting a job that's like incredibly public facing and you sit down at a table and there's like 10 people like that you, it's not the actual reality. Cause like those 10 people are like trying to solve a wordle. They're trying to bet a horse race. They're doing whatever they're doing. But when you sit down at that table, you think they're all glaring at you to get those cards out right now, you moron. And you're just like, oh, oh. you're just like, like throwing the cards and just hoping no one like, like yells at you or whatever. And trying to help people overcome that and get through it and just uh, like settle into the, the life of being a dealer is uh, something that's very like cool to me. And I, I find that very exciting. So that will be hopefully tons plus the funds in the very near future that I'll have to like show people. You, this is how you shuffle a deck, and no, you don't hold the deck sideways and slide the cards this, 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 or this, that, and the other thing, and all that kind of stuff. So I love talking shop like that and showing people stuff. Cool. Yeah. Uh, that that does actually sound really cool. Yeah. Happy for you, buddy. You're gonna you're gonna get to sharpen the minds of the youths or the adults that are starting a new career. Either yes, one. both of them. Either way, their minds are gonna get fucking ginzu knife sharp remember ginzu knives they cut through aluminum yeah they, cut, they cut through cans yeah oh. why even bother taking your ingredients out of the can just go right through the can <laughs> exactly welcome to the ginzu knife baby yeah uh, and on that note it is time to i don't know hop on a magic carpet ride and fly out of hell world for this week let's call it that uh <laughs> i i'm gonna show you the world and uh, we're all gonna have a very romantic evening together flying <laughs> at like you know mock 12 bobbing around the earth just like stopping by greece for a while and just be like hercules is going to be in this one it's going to take a few years but it's coming this reference <laughs> is spun out of control and i love it i'm here for the whole disaster yep uh well the good you never hear about carpet rides crashing and burning so this one's going straight to the moon uh we will in fact fly over the moon and be silhouetted very dramatically like that man it's gonna be great uh anyway so that's that that is the method in which we're that is the method in which we are leaving our world for this week. Thank you so much for listening to the show. If you have made it this far, uh, you know, we just want to say that we appreciate your support. If you'd like to continue to support us, the easiest and freest way to do so is to tell a friend or uh, give us a five-star review or do any of the things that your podcast providers may ask of you to let their algorithm know that you think what we do is dope. If you have money and you'd like to give that to us, we are happy to receive it. God, we want your money. Give it to us. Uh, you can do so by visiting us at patreon.com slash poker politics. It's not going to be for nothing. Anybody who donates at $5 and above gets access to uh, 40 or more hours of bonus content, including series such as Kabbalah and what we do out of shadows. Uh, shout out this week to some candler. I hope I got that at least sort of correct. Upgrading from $2 to $5 in our beautiful or baby tier. So, uh, you know, Enjoy that bonus content. Hope that it is uh, tickly for your ear holes. If you have money and you don't want to give it to us, we totally get that. Uh, we'd prefer it. Give it to us, please. But if you want to do some good with it, you can do so by giving it to love146.org, an organization whose vision is the end of child trafficking and exploitation. That's in their own world, words. Sounds pretty good to me. You know, what do I know? I'm just a guy who doesn't like children to be exploited. Uh, come at me. 
So this time of the show, we like to thank DJ Minimal Effort, who remains too cool for social media for the use of our uh, theme song that still is a bop. I love it. Uh, when we need the voice of Q and every week when we need our wonderful bums and content warning, we turned to our buddy Frosty, who you can find on Twitter at FrostyVO. If you can't get enough of me and Sarge goofing about pop culture nonsense, you can find us on our spinoff podcast, BingeWordy. That's B-I-N-G-E-W-O-R-D-Y. And you can find us on Twitter at the same name. And you can hear us talk about all sorts of wacky stuff, including episodes of random anime, which is what we did this week after uh, the thing we were supposed to do fell apart. Thanks to the local theater going through renovations. But that's none of your business. You're here for the Adventures of Hellworld, for which I am signing off. As always, I am your host, Hellworld L, joined by my wonderful friend, Hellworld Sarge, and our wonderful expert in all things QAnon crazy, Mr. Mike Rains. Good speed, patriots! A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.